You ready to have a good ass show? I am ready. I am ready for a good ass show. All right. All right, and here we are. We're back. We're back with it again. We're back at it. It's another edition of my show. And to the extreme, he'll rock a mic like a vandal, light up the stage, wax a chump like a candle. It's that guy over there. He is, of course, referring to Alex, me, myself, uh, the guy who does not have rhymes. Uh, they're never on time, but I'm a partner in crime with that guy over there. Jake, how is everybody doing? That was that was pretty good, actually. I'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where's he? I was like, where's he going with this? Partner in crime. I dig it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. Uh, Yeah. Well, hey, we, we've got, we've got some fun stuff to talk about today. Uh, We, we decided because, you know, we're bored and sports are are a big part of our lives. We decided that'd be a good idea to just realign uh, the NBA and the NFL. Uh, We're like, hey, let's just put different teams in different leagues, whatever. Let's see what happens. So uh, we're going to do that and it's going to be fun. And, but, but first we're going to hit you with the, hit you with that information that we know you love and crave. Dude. It's well, I mean, we're, we're, we're on the Instagrams, the IGs, uh, the, 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 the tweet, the Twitter sphere. Don't they call it the Twitter sphere sometimes? I think uh, so. I, I think you'd be allowed to say that these days. Okay. The, the Twitter sphere. Uh, we, we, I mean, Patreon, we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes. It's Red Arrow, it's Red Arrow Productions. Uh, it's my show with Alex and Jake. At, at this point, I mean, we do it every episode, but if you don't know, tell, I don't know how you're here. If you do know, tell the <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, I, we're going to keep doing it, but because- also I don't want to anymore because I feel like people should know that it's Red Arrow Productions at every major social media outlet and then. Twitter's Red Arrow P. But hey, also, we need to let them know because I've been reading a lot of comics lately and I posted a couple things to Impactful That's Panels. True. Impactful um, Panels is coming up. Yeah. It's, it's going to come up. A couple things there. And don't forget our, our agent of chaos, Red Arrow Deep South. We got to hit everybody. That's true. Red Arrow Deep South. Check that out. He, he posts the memes we all know and love. He, he's, he's, he says what we're not allowed to. It's fun. I like it. I like it. I like it. So... So we, you, you brought some light to me. <laughs> you, you kind of changed my life today, and and I want you to change everybody else's life. This the way you did it for me. So Alex, the floor is yours. So as we as we are as we are pre-showing, like we do, we we pre-show before every show. Get our our ducks in a row, if you will. Sometimes he's, he's even still if, rhyming. Uh, that was all unintentional, but. We get, we're getting everything set up, and you, uh, I can't remember why, but you uh, alluded to the Three Dog Night song, One is the Loneliest Number. And you, you started singing it, and I asked you, I said, you know what my favorite part of the song is? And your response was something along the lines of, uh, two, because it's as bad as one? And I said, I said, no, 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 no. My favorite part of the song is when the lead singer says, uh, for no reason. And of course you did not believe me as most listeners right now are like, that doesn't make sense. Why in a very popular and well-made song would somebody say, uh, for no reason. The answer is of course that they absolutely do. And it's <laughs> after the line, they say, they say two can be as bad as one. 
because it's the loneliest number since the number one. Uh, now, I'm going to say this. I'm going to put a hard cut right here in the show because I'm going to put that in. Like, I'm going to put in Three Dog <laughs> Night right here. Just just for the people who don't believe and they aren't going to look it up. Like, right now, there's going to be a pause and you're about to hear Three Dog Night. One is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. See? Told you. It's crazy. My dad pointed that out to me, uh, I mean, years and years and years ago when I was a wee tot, uh, probably still living in Alaska. Like, I was like six, and he just said, and he always made fun of it whenever it come on the radio, whenever, I mean, if he put on, he had the old record, the actual vinyl from back in the day. If we listened to the song, he would always make fun of the fact that they just ran out of things to say at the end of that line. <laughs> uh. Uh, and it's like, it's kind of, it, it, it seems a little, like it fits the song and it fits the beat, but it seems a, just a little off, off key. Not enough that you'd notice unless you're listening. And then you realize like, did he just, he did, uh. It, I mean, uh? there are so many songs that you could, that they're like, who's and ha's and he's. And right. I mean, Prince, for example, just, you know, <laughs> the whole time. I mean. Michael Jackson made like a two thirds of a career out of it. A Shimon. But this, in this instance, it's, I really feel like they just, uh, keep it's, it in, keep like, it in next take. Well, speaking of Michael Jackson and, and keeping it in, you know, keep it in, uh, mm-hmm. when, when you listen to beat it, the, the guitar solo, uh, when mm-hmm. you hear what sounds like a knock on the, on the door, it's someone, yeah. It's someone trying to come into the studio, and they don't realize that he's in there recording, playing the guitar. And the dude's like, "Actually, that sounds rad. We're gonna keep it in." Is that a real thing? That's a real thing. Oh, what? I yeah. have no idea. Yeah. So there you go. A little music history for you. And and you know what? We're gonna play that for you too. it is nailed it we're, we're just playing music like this is that's what the podcast has become <laughs> <laughs> and coming up next my favorite song of the 80s <laughs> uh, the nice. all request hour so let's get to it let's like, let's let's do the nfl first uh let's hear your list i'll tell you okay. where we're different uh, Perfect. and and then all all kind of let's all do the nba Gotcha. So, so the, we, we, I mean, uh, just a, a little setup, just a little bit, nothing too crazy, but we decided that, uh, it would be cool if maybe we, you know, mixed up the divisions just a little bit, primarily location based mix up. Now, uh, for, first of all, like I, I want to say that this idea, this isn't our idea by any right. stretch. Uh, two four, uh, 24-7 actually were the first ones to do this, and we were talking about it, and we realized, hey, they didn't, they haven't done a new one since teams moved. Correct. And I will say that I, we are jumping a season in, well, my list at least, I'm jumping, the, the Raiders are in Las Vegas for my list. So they it's are like, not for mine. That's a different one. If if Oakland like they could institute my changes the year Oakland moves to Las Vegas, there keep it go. all the okay. same, 
for this upcoming season, but that 2020 season kicked that over. There we go. Kick it. That's what I. That was my mindset. But we're, we'll start with. Um, I guess. I mean, the 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 north, south, east, west side of mine gets a little crazy at, at certain instances. So bear with me. But I've got my my NFC West would just be. I mean, West Coast is the best coast. Seattle, San Francisco, the Rams, and the Chargers. Mine's so different. Already different. Already different. That's my NFC West. All right. My NFC West is Seattle, Oakland, San Francisco, and Denver. That, that's, that's a, okay, I can see that. Yeah. I like that. And so you see Oakland moving to Las Vegas bumps that up a little bit further. So you come out of Oakland and you pull you pull one team and they're more in that that Midwest. So yeah. like yeah, they're that's more west to me. That's my okay. that's my NFC West. Um, and that's a so, mean that's a mean division too. Like that like nobody's scoring in that division. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. That would be that there's a lot of injuries yeah. in, in, in that. There's a lot um, of teams that hate each other in that division. Oh my god, because yeah, you have the Seahawks up against the Raiders and the Broncos from the old AFC West days. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! All these teams are going to hate each other. This is going to be great. I like that. That with 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 the way I set it up, I've got that like L.A. inter L.A. rivalry right. there. Like, I keep got, I keep that. I do have that. So I got I got it. two two twice a year. They're they're mad at each other, and all they did was change jerseys. Like yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, you know what I would want to see? I would want to see them play a color on color. Like, oh, but this blue, blue against blue, yeah. you can't do that. Ah, blue and white against other blue and yellow. Different, <laughs> slightly different, slightly darker black. Uh, no, that's a color rush jerseys. They come out in the yellow, like all yellow. Just, just all yellow, all yellow. That's how Oregon does it. Um, so I would then so boom, my NFC South. Okay, has become. Dallas, Houston, New Orleans, Tennessee. Same for me. Yeah, that's and that's another. That's a bar, that's like the barbecue division. Yeah, that's a. I like that one. Now, I will admit that I. I mean, because we're having fun, we, we're allowed to enjoy this. I kept the NFC North exactly the way it is now. <laughs> I'm, I'm going Green Bay, Chicago, Detroit, and 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 Minnesota. I'm not. I, I'm not. I can't mess with it. It's I too moved, perfect. I moved Detroit and I brought in Indianapolis because. It Indianapolis is not in the South. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't disagree with you. That's yeah, and, uh, they, and they are they are regionally the closest, so I I stuck to the script there. I, that's fair, that's fair. And then let's see, I've got my NFC, my NFC East. Uh, my shorthand for this was Atlanta and Florida, <laughs> because it's. Because it's Jacksonville, Tampa Bay, and Miami, and Atlanta all that, in the NFC. How is that okay? So that's crazy to me. So my NFC East is is New York. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've got the Giants, the Jets, the Bills, and the Patriots. So that that exact thing is my AFC North. Okay, that's your AFC North. Yeah, I got I got I got New New England and New York. <laughs> all of the New Yorks, but that's my AFC North. Okay, my AFC North is then Cincinnati, Cleveland, Detroit, and Pittsburgh. Basically, Pittsburgh wins every year. Yeah, 
That's a good one. See, I went, so this is the funny part is I jokingly named this AFC North two because it, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's Philly, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Cincinnati. Say it again. Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Cincinnati. That's that's a good one because you have the Pennsylvania and Ohio. Yeah, Bam! that's that's good. That's pretty good. I like that. That's a, that's my that. So, but so I've got I've got I I mean, I guess my technically my AFC that would be like my I you could call that my AFC. East, I, AFC North, and the other one could be East because New York is further east than Pennsylvania, I guess. Because right now what I have listed as my AFC East is uh, Indianapolis, Baltimore, D.C., and Carolina. Indy's the outlier in that one, but Baltimore, D.C., and Carolina are close. And then Indy, I just it was this floating nothingness. Of nothing. Yeah, it's just hard. Uh, it's one like I had that same problem with with Carolina. They ended up on my awesome. AFC East. Like they ended up there with with Washington and Baltimore, uh, just because they are the like it's geographically the closest. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, like mm-hmm. it's just just the way she goes. <laughs> but that's that. So I guess if I if I had to really say it, my last one is obvious. It's the AFC West. And I got Las Vegas, Arizona, Denver, and Kansas City. Okay. See, I have my AFC West is Kansas City, Arizona, and the LA teams. Ooh, that's a good division. Yeah, that's that's, that's a, a tough... good division. Yeah. Oh, my AFC South, I, like... I forgot. Atlanta, Jacksonville, Tampa Bay, Miami. Yeah, Atlanta and Florida. Atlanta and Florida. <laughs> <laughs> that's I think I feel like I tried to I tried to maintain, if not foster, like like Keep certain rivalries. rivalries. Yeah, me too. Some of them fell out. Like I know Dallas and and Philadelphia has has become a rivalry, right? Because of the interdivision rivalry. It's not really a geographic one. They just play in the same division. They don't like each other. That that one got split up, right? But I mean, but, you, you replace that with Houston, and that's your yes. you got Texas fighting Texas, and there's nothing better than that. Exactly. I, I, you beat me to it. Exactly. So we got <laughs> Dallas on Houston, and then and then um, I put obviously all the New Yorks together. So I know I know New England hates the Jets, and the Giants and Jets have always been kind of big brother, little brother to each other. So well, you throw don't, Buffalo don't, in the mix, yeah, and they and all don't like each other. Don't forget that Boston and New York as cities yes. hate each other too. So like I mean the. The getting to see the Jets and the Giants, like you're gonna have to go to MetLife Stadium twice. Boom, and and they have to go. Like each one of them is definitely making a trip to Gillette yeah, every time. Too. That like, is, oh, that would be so nasty. That's so, and it's just a cold weather division too. Like, and then you throw. I threw. I mean, because we both threw all the Florida teams in one division. Like yeah, now you got Miami playing Jacksonville, playing Tampa Bay all twice a year. And they just all I mean, and you know how Florida is about football. They're they're gonna be I mean they're they're like second to to Texas as far as like football insanity. Bingo. And I think I think it would happen real quick 
and on my list with Philly and Pittsburgh playing twice a year. Yeah. That's like that's an interstate rivalry immediately. Well, I mean, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia already hate each other. You've got the the Flyers and the and the damn Penguins. Uh, Haha, <laughs> Penguins! You're not you're not three feeding, not triple feeding. <laughs> no triple feet. No, no triple feet. No triple feet. Name of the episode. There you go. That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> no triple feet. But this is. I mean, I think I I can't say that the NFL is due for a mix up because what they're doing is. Still the the best. I mean, there's a solid argument to be made for college football, but it's football either way. It's either professional football or, or college football is the best anyway. So they're not doing anything wrong, like uh, alignment-wise. Divisionally, it all works out good right. for them. But, I mean, if, you're, if, if Oakland's already moving, we've shuffled a couple of teams into L.A., I'm saying, why not mix up the mix? You know what's going to completely screw this all up is when they move an NFL team to London, and also Mexico City. Right, and then then they're just going to be we're going to have the international division with the teams in Mexico City and London playing against each other, like yes. uh, on a Thursday night after a Monday night game. Like, <laughs> like we don't understand why concussions are up in the NFL. <laughs> well, maybe it's because you've got teams on eight-hour flights and then playing jet lagged i don't know could be me could maybe you'll know, maybe one, one thing that became very apparent to me is how much like when i did both of these lists how much the northwest screws up everything <laughs> <laughs> like try I, trying to make divisions for the nba and use portland i was like uh well i guess they're in a division with minnesota like yeah, Portland. Portland became like the Indianapolis of the whole thing. You're like, uh, uh, Portland's in with the New York teams and somebody from Florida. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get to the before we get to my NBA list, and and I and I named my divisions. By the way, the, so this is gonna blow. This is gonna blow you away. I think it's gonna blow your mind. So, uh, before we get to that, I, I there were two things I want to talk about television related. And I'm mad about one, and I'm happy about the other. Good decisions, bad decisions has preemptively been the title of this segment. Right. If you're a fan of Animaniacs, it'd be good idea, bad idea. Bingo. So, which one? <clears throat> excuse me. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Renewing Rick and Morty for 70 episodes. That happened? Yeah. Adult Swim requested it. It requested 70 episodes. In a row. In a row. Just so, nonstop. 70 weeks straight of Rick and Morty. Just Rick and call Morty it, for 100 years. <laughs> just call it seasons 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Well, do, do what wrestling does. Like, apparently, like, I was looking at Hulu, and it's like season 26, episode 4,279. <laughs> Boom. Problem solved. There, 70 episodes, though. Yeah. So that's a good idea. Wow. Bad idea. And we, we, you know this is coming. They had something mm-hmm. good going for them. Fox canceled Brooklyn Nine-Nine. They canceled it? Canceled it. I always imagined that show going going the route of, like, we're closing it down on purpose. Right. Like, like every, they were just like, like they hey. They did The Office. Everybody's yeah. moving on. We did five seasons, everybody. Good job. High fives all around. We out. Yeah. Later. Got to go to Costa Rica. I, I'll be honest. I, 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 
through moving and relocating and all of that other stuff that I've done over the last couple of years, I lost track of Brooklyn Nine-Nine real hard after, I think it was about season three. Right, after they got back from Florida. Uh, so season two, uh, I didn't <laughs> know they went to Florida at all. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, you really fell off. I fell off. I fell off. I was a huge, big fan. That show, it's a very funny show. It's, it was, in, from what I've seen, the, the brief and short amount of it I have seen it was wildly entertaining, incredibly funny. I'm, I'm a huge Andy Samberg fan. The rest of the cast, like, they all fit. They all fit their roles perfectly. Terry Crews is hilarious. Andre Brower absolutely tears the house down. I'm, I was always a fan of how they didn't make any character like, like it seems so easy from the start to make like Andy Samberg's character, just the dumbest guy ever. <laughs> I don't know how I became a, de- but he's like actually a good detective. Right. And, and, and yeah, they, they didn't go to stereotypes so easily. Like it, it was cl- like the, the chief being, being gay was never used as a punchline. Right. And like they would they would have him be humiliated by his husband and that would be a punchline or, you know, he's like, yes, I'm doing this. I'm doing something very nice for Jeffrey this week. And, you know, it's it's funny because he's just saying something that's out of character, not saying something going, oh, ha ha, he he, he's gay. Hee, hee. Right. And I thought they, they were very classy about the way they went about it. And I thought they that it was very funny. It was very yeah. well done. They canceled it. I can't just straight shut it down. That's crazy. Like, and I know, so I, it's recently, uh, listening to the, uh, the, the assorted, the assortment of Kevin Smith podcasts I do. He was talking about how for, they had a brief stint with the, um, whatever, what do they call it? The, the Jay and Silent Bob's super groovy cartoon movie or whatever. Yeah. They made it. It was like, they animated 10 episodes. They four aired and it got canceled. And, they, he, he was talking in the, specifically in the episode about how he never, in the rating system, the Nielsen ratings, nobody ever explained them to him. They just come back to him and be like, yeah, you got canceled. And he goes, why? He goes, well, you guys only got a seven, a, a seven, what? Like, you know what it, it doesn't right. And he later found out it was eventually told to him that he got canceled because only 3.4 million people were watching that, that show every week. Only 3.4 Only 3.4 but this was back in the the mid to late '90s, where like network TV was was king. Right. You know. Yeah. Like, you you sat the whole family sat down yes. and watched Home Improvement every this night. Was, this was this was before DVRs. This was before streaming. This was before everything. So appointment television. Bingo. They had they had uh, and now. Any if a show can pull a million viewers on li- like live TV, not counting streaming or or or, or DVRs, or whatever, if you can k- get a million people, you'll be renewed every year without a doubt, no hesitation. Yeah, a million is enough. So that tells me that somehow a million people weren't watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. But I mean, this is also coming from Fox. I mean, Fox has the this is the the broad the the broadcasting company that has famously canceled Family Guy twice, like possibly the most well grossing TV show since The Simpsons. Like, that's I, probably true. Yeah. I, I was about to say of all time, but I was like, wait, The Simpsons exist. <laughs> Simpsons did it first. The Simpsons did it, and Seinfeld also exists, and it's forty seven seasons. 
Well, I think they only did 10. Well, that's 47. There's there's no difference oh. between 10 and 47. <laughs> you in, in the world of TV, you're The Office and you do nine seasons, or you're Seinfeld and Friends and you did 47. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you see, the, the Office knew when to wrap it up all nice with nine seasons. They, nine didn't, seasons. they didn't go to 10, an uh, ostentatious 10th season. That's just <laughs> ludicrous. <laughs> So, so we we agree 70 episodes good canceling Brooklyn Nine-Nine bad I legitimately want to know what your divisions were and what you named your NBA your <laughs> NBA right, realignment right. Here we go. I want to know you I'm excited because we were we were supposed to both we were supposed to both do this list as well I'll admit that I got a little I got busy at work and didn't have time over you know this week whatever didn't I'm a procrastinator. I was like, ah, I'll get it the day the day of at work. I'll have nothing to do. And then I did, of course, have things to do. So you're the only one with an NBA list, and I want to know it. You want to know it? All right, here we yes. go. You can tell me if you don't like things. I'm going to tell you. I hate I it. All right. <laughs> Off to a great start. All right, so do you want me to start with the north or the south? Uh, the, the south will rise again, so do them last. <laughs> Okay, um, so here we go. The Wasn't North. Supposed to yeah, yeah. It, it didn't. Uh, so here we go. <laughs> the NBA North. First and foremost, the Airborne Division. Airborne. So is it airborne? Like, like, uh, are we talking about jumping or are we talking about planes? I I spelled it like the Airborne Division in the military because okay. of how much time this division is going to spend flying. Okay. So we have the Portland Trailblazers. Well, I'm going to write these down. Hold on. Yeah. I want to be. Able, I want the visual representation so I don't forget. So we got we got Portland. Yeah, and of course, here we go. Portland ruins everything. Yes. Because there's nothing close to Portland in the north. So Portland is in a division with Utah, the Utah Jazz. Utah. The Denver Nuggets. Makes sense, Denver. The Milwaukee Bucks. My second favorite team, by the way. That's fair. Well, Aaron Rodgers bought in. That's the only reason. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Portland, Utah, Denver, Milwaukee. And Minnesota. And Minnesota. So you're from Minnesota. How's it, I heard it's cold in Minnesota. Break it down. How's it compared to living in L.A.? It's cold. Uh, okay. It's like apples to oranges. Uh. And, and it is like comparing the, my, my South to the North. It's like apples and oranges. This is, I mean, without knowing how anything else breaks down, I, I mean, I like that division anyway. That's a good division. You know, uh, yeah, what we'll do, what I want to do, we'll pick division winners out of this when, when we go back, like through the NFL. And I think that'd be cool. So I like that. So do you want me to go all north or do you want me to go their counterparts like the North Airborne Division? Do you want its counterpart in the south? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll flip flip flop. Flip, okay. flip, flop. So in this in this situation, you can compare what it's like living in Minnesota as to how it is to live in an L.A. Because in the interstate division. Inter. I, OK, I like this already. This is a good one. You have the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. The Golden State Warriors. Makes sense. The Los Angeles Lakers. 
and the, the Clippers. I was I was gonna say something like sarcastic. I was gonna be like the Golden State Warriors and the Miami Heat. The Miami Heats. And uh no, the Phoenix Suns. And the Sun yeah, that's a good one. Because every road trip will be just on the interstate. Yeah, I mean that's Okay, I like that. Phoenix to L.A., L.A. to to Sacramento, Sacramento to Golden State, back to L.A. Uh, yeah, it's just like that's the ro- the West Coast rodeo trip. Boom, boom. Okay, I like that. That's a good division. Yeah, that's a, I like that division. So now we're going back to the north into the north. great the Great Lakes division. Great Lakes. Okay. So this is a mean division too. Like this is this is a division. That you're you're gonna see some fights, you're gonna see some technical fouls, you're gonna get some guys chucked out of games. No love lost in this division. So we so let me I'm gonna I'm gonna try to guess. Okay. I'm gonna try to guess. All right, let's see what you got. Five so, teams. Detroit. Yep. Um did you put the Pacers in this one? Yep. So Detroit, Indiana. Indiana. Um, I'm trying to now, now my, this is where my brain fails me on all of the, Cleveland, Cleveland. Yep. Uh, boom, boom. Detroit, Indianapolis, got or Indiana, whatever. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers going to have Cincinnati Bengals. Yep. They're in there. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, what, yep. I, I don't know who did you, did you, how far? Now I'm just confused as to how far east you ended up having. You just go from here. Go from Cleveland. All right. Chicago Bulls. Okay. And the Toronto Raptors. And the Raptors. Okay. My brain did not go to Toronto. I would have eventually – I was stuck on that. Like I would have got back to Chicago. But I was like, did he go with like – did he go with like Philly? Did he put Philly in this one? Or did did he slide them more east? Okay. And then then Toronto. Lebronto. Every every single one of those cities is is like right near the Great Lakes. It's yeah. awesome. It's perfect. That's a good division too. There's yeah. There's going to be some elbows. Yeah, a lot of they'll, elbows. They'll be throwing bows in there. Okay. So it's it's NBA South counterpart, the Tornado Division. Tornado Alley. I like that. Okay. Yeah. So tornado. we've got we've got Oklahoma City. Okay. See. San Antonio. San Antonio, Dallas, of course, Houston, of course, and Memphis and the Memphis that that's another I mean, mean, that's another mean division. This this is strangely, strangely reminiscent of of my NFC South of the two Texas teams. And I go, you know, New Orleans and Tennessee, but you got Oklahoma and Tennessee with Texas. Yeah, that's a good division. You get San Antonio, Dallas, and Houston beating each other up a lot. Yeah, and Oklahoma yeah. City. Like you Ooh. know what I what I find interesting, and you'll see it when once we get to it. But like it's kind of funny how these teams, how like the divisions are their counterparts, like the Great Lakes and the Tornado Division. They're like two sides of the same coin. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. interstate and the airborne, two sides of the same. You know, I don't know. Is this kind of cool that way? So I like this in the north. Oh no, I'm missing a, I'm missing a team. Where did they go? No. Oh, no! Found, I found him. Found him. Found him. No, right there. Nobody panic. Okay. Okay, here we go. 
So in the Metropolitan Division. Metro. Okay. You've got the New York Knickerbockers. Yep. The Brooklyn Nets. Okay. The Boston Celtics. The Philadelphia okay. 76ers. Yep. And the Washington Wizards. We're going we're going all the way down to DC for that one. I yeah, like that. I had to drop down to DC to make it work. I had to cut a little bit south once I got over to where the states get smaller. So then that would so this one is gonna be what you've got New Orleans, Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miami. Yeah. My, Miami. Uh, uh, Orlando. Yep. And Atlanta. Yep. And I call that the Gulf Coast Division. Gulf Coast. That's a solid Gulf Coast. I. Th- okay. Part of this, we we this this idea, this North South split, and everything, uh, stemmed from a conversation we had. I think actual years before we started a podcast where we, we happened upon the idea that a North South split is naturally more competitive in the, within the NBA landscape. And I'm looking at, at your six divisions you have here, airborne, great lakes and Metro would all like, those are just beast. It's like they're, they're angry at each other all the time, <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't seem like they're so the, you know, the argument in the NBA for, for as long as I can remember, as long as I've been conscious of sports has been that the, the Western conference is stronger than the Eastern conference and the Eastern conference is meaner than the Western conference. It's a little meaner, but it's just, you look at, you look at records and teams, right? Generally. The, you know, you've got like the the sometimes the ninth and tenth seed of the of the West would have made it in at a, a, a six, seven, eight seed in the East kind of a comparison happening. But you look at this, and there is like an even distribution of talent. If you looked at the took the NBA snapshot right now, like there's a pretty even distribution. You look at Airborne Division, right? Utah coming up, looking looking good. Right, Minnesota also coming up, looking good. Minnesota's coming up. Milwaukee, at, at, you know, has has for the last two years made the playoffs in the East. They're a pretty solid team. You got the Greek Freak. You know, they're building. Portland's doing its thing, and then Denver's kind of Denver. And then, <laughs> well, I'm just—I mean, that's not—it's not, that's, that's not even me trying to talk shit. It's just they're Denver. Yeah, Denver, right? and, and they're gonna—they're gonna win a game against Portland because they're gonna get a rebound, and if, that will Bingo. inexplicably go through seven dudes' hands, and Terry Stotts will run out on the floor and break his ankle. And then, well, that's weirdly specifically hilarious, and imagining that is funny. Um, but then you look at the interstate division, right? And you think like like you've got Golden State Warriors, probably the best team, you know, for obvious reasons. And then the 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 LA teams are always I would call them like the Clippers didn't do much this year, but they're still a dangerous team. They could beat anybody any night. Yeah, you right? gotta you gotta be up for the Clips. The the Lakers are are clearly on the come up. They're 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 already picking. You know they're going to get free agents. They're going to be reloading. They're going to look good in the neck in the near future. Sacramento's Sacramento and the Suns are terrible. Are are, are the Suns right? But there's it's a pretty even. You know five 
couple of good teams, a couple of bad teams, one in the middle on both of those divisions. Same thing could be said about like the Great Lakes, right? LeBron makes Cleveland a, a competitor. Chicago is 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 uh, similar to like the Clippers, right? They don't have all the talent right now, but at any moment they could reload and be dangerous. Right, and they have a legacy. Like that's and that's got the, the other thing. The the thing I really like about the Great Lakes Division is how much history there is there. Like there's like that is a very like history rich division. You've got Chicago right. with six titles. You've got Detroit with what four. Um, Cleveland's got one. Toronto has, you know, almost has run into the Lebrontosaurus several times. And by the way, that that's maybe my favorite nick like sports nickname I've ever heard. Lebrontos- Lebrontosaurus. I, I don't know. Durantula was pretty good. Durantula was good, and I, I was a big fan of Shaktis when he went to the Suns. The big Aristotle. But I don't know. Lebrontosaurus is so good. Lebrontosaurus, let's see the big shamrock. I also like that a the bron- like a brontosaurus was like a was a, a an herbivore that ate vegetables but was just big, but not really. Uh, it was only dangerous if it stepped on you. Right, and he definitely stepped on some raptors. Right, exactly. It's <laughs> perfect. Um, but yeah, you look at that. Toronto was the best team in the East. They're all really good. Then you flip down to the tornado division. And don't, like, don't do, don't, don't give me the, yeah, you did the, you gave me the finger. The finger I do. Quotes. No, I, I gave you the finger quotes because they're all, every single name on this is finger quote. They're not the real names. <laughs> they're, they're real to me. Damn it. <laughs> I, I retract. I'm doing the finger quotes backwards. I'm retracting. You're, you're unfinger quoting. I'm, un, I'm unquoting. So you go to the tornado division, Houston, I'm, I'm pretty sure had the best. Didn't they have the best record in the NBA this year? Yeah, pretty sure. Okay. And then, like Sacramento or San Antonio, I mean, as long as you've got Popovich, you're making the playoffs. I don't know how much longer he's going to coach, but I mean, come on. Well, right up until he has to go back to doing the Saw movies. <laughs> Do you want to play a game? And Kawhi's like, no, I don't. <laughs> no. Do you imagine if LA gets Kawhi and Paul George? Yeah, they would. You know. It would, they would make the playoffs and all of a sudden LeVar Ball would come back like, I told you all of a sudden was going to lead you. this team to the playoffs. I told you. Everyone's like, lead the team? He is Kawhi. <laughs> My son uh, is Kawhi Leonard. And so, I mean, you the, the New York teams with Boston, Philly, the Wizards are always in the hunt in the East. Golf Coast is, is like, I mean, it, I it guess without is, Wade. It just is a better It's, it's a split. better it's a better split. It's a hundred percent a better split. Yeah, like, sign us up. Like, give us the money. We came up with these ideas. Like, NBA, listen, this is better. Fix it. This is, this is better. And conference and and divisional realignment isn't unheard of in any professional sport. It happened. I don't want to say it happens all the time, but it's happened enough that Adam Silver could just be like, "Hey, guys, here they are, new ones. Deal with it." Like, could you imagine? Could you imagine the basketball purists like losing their minds about no more East and West conference? I mean, I could imagine it. I think they're as dumb as I already do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and what's funny about this is I actually, I actually took this idea to the Lebanon Express, and they published it. Like, they, 
they've published this idea in a newspaper. So there you go. It, 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 it has been published at least. So we're we're at least we're at least famous, you know. We're at least famous. There is there is forever archival proof that this idea has been had. Yeah, and you've and you've been had by listening to it. Ha-ha! That's true. Ha! Got it. cheated him out of another one. Got it. Yeah. Next week we won't have to do an episode either when we make shit up. Like. <laughs> yeah. Next sorry, week, I had a sore next throat. Week we're, re- we're gonna realign Major League Baseball by deleting it from existence. There you go. Nailed it. Saved baseball. Sweet. Saved baseball. And, and hockey. Let's... Hockey season will now take the place of baseball season. For an, for an equal amount of time. What we'll do is we will we will perfectly offset the NBA with the NHL. So there's no overlap. Get on. Sorry, yeah. my cat was doing dumb stuff. Um, the There will be no overlap between the seasons. So you go from the Stanley Cup finals. Like someone lifts the trophy and two days later they tip off. And it's right into basketball. Somebody lifts the, the Larry O'Brien trophy. And we're dropping the puck. There you go. It's perfect. Boom. We've got we, ideas. We have them. I mean, realistically, let's be honest. If we needed to, because of actual timing, because we haven't calculated this out at all, but to get the games in for hockey and basketball, we could have the finals of each overlap into the first couple weeks of the season because both hockey and basketball play so many games that you could, as a viewer, if you miss the first three or four games of the season – it's okay. It's fair. It's okay. It's okay. And if you don't like, I mean, if you're totally a basketball guy and you don't care about hockey at all, whatever you're watching from the start of the season and it doesn't matter to you. So, you know, vice versa. If you're a hockey guy, you don't like, you don't care about basketball. Who cares? You're, you're not missing anything. But if you like both, you can miss a couple of those early season games and be just fine. So can I admit that I totally didn't get the Lebronto joke until, so, until you said it out loud? Like I thought it was just a shorter version of Lebrontosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. That and, is and awesome. you're like, yeah, Lebronto. I was like, oh, like Toronto. Oh, like Toronto. <laughs> like the city. Like Toronto. Yes, that. See, I heard Lebrontosaurus. Uh, well, I was made aware of it today in a hashtag on Instagram. Oh, I yeah. never heard anybody say it. It was just, it was some, you know, NBA like fan page kind of a thing. Like, uh, hoops, hoops nation us, uh, was the page or something stupid like that. And it was just some ridiculous stat line of like LeBron James has got a billion more everything's in the playoffs than anyone else. Hashtag LeBron And I was like, LeBron I like it. You're like, that's, that's a new, that's my new jam. That's it. That's it. I, I'm. That was the one. That was the one. So I, I do want to talk about, we talked about this the other day on the telephone. On um, the telephone. Yeah, like we should talk about the idea that we had and, and just because I think it's a fun idea. And since this is a sports episode anyway, we should take a few minutes and talk about about the the plan. The pl- Is that what we're going to call it now? I don't know. but that's. I'm going to really... quote it. I'm going to air quote that one. The plan. Yeah, it's not officially yet. It's the tentative name. It, so it's a working title. What we what we were discussing for the listener to to fully understand is the just the general idea of in one calendar year starting on January first, not necessarily actually starting, depending on 
when games are played, but from January 1st to December 31st, could you see every single team in their home stadium of all of all all four what they say major professional sports in America? The NFL, the NBA, the NHL and Major League Baseball. Could you see so we figured out what is it? it's it was 124 teams total. Right. Um, and it is it was uh, I can't I thought we briefly did the math of how many stadiums you'd have to get because some of them overlap. You've got the Jets, the Giants playing the same one. You have to visit MetLife Stadium twice, but you do you do get. Oh, did we decide that you could see? Did both teams did that count? That didn't count. If we, if you could see, if we're gonna, we're gonna try to do this over the course. Like we picked the year twenty fifteen to see if we could do it. So I don't know what the schedules are at this point because it'd be impossible to forecast this out for next year. But That's like true. we picked twenty fifteen at random, and so we're gonna see if it's possible if the Jets played the Giants. That counts for both of them. We've seen both teams in their home stadium. In their home stadium. Okay, so that was so same with like Staples Center would count for the Clippers and the Lakers. If yeah. you, if you could catch them play, if it worked out where you got to see them play each other in L.A., that counts as both. If you're if you're playing in your home locker room, you're at home. Yes, that's fair. The, the, <laughs> that's that's a way. Like, way it no, goes. well, it's just like because you think if you're playing in your home locker room, like technically the Jets are away when they play the Giants. They could have been in, in 2015. They were the away team, but they were in their home locker room. That's where they go to every day. Right. So I see what you meant by that. Um, yeah. So what we we decided we have some had rules. Five, it was it was basically you had to see. We'll call it 51 percent of the game. So it was. Five innings of a baseball game to count. Extra innings and overtime don't count. Right. Also, so because we're gonna we we imagine that at some point we're gonna have to double up, leave one game early to hit the the end of a different game kind of a thing. But it was five innings, one were two quarters worth of of basketball and football. So any two consecutive quarters, first, second, second, third, third, fourth. And then uh, we said two. It was two periods of hockey. Yeah, because you you pitched originally one period, and I'm like, no, that's cheap because that's only twenty minutes. That's like, true. That's, yeah, twenty minutes can be gone in twenty minutes. <laughs> like if the puck well, never stops. I also I also imagined. I also offered up three baseball innings, and you said no because if they finish five, it's an official it game. It's an official game. It can be rained out. Between the top and the bottom inning, if the home team is winning, and they count as a win for them. So five innings was five, the official yeah. on that one. So basically, we went with what, what official games are, essentially. Yes. And, and so it it's kind of fun to, to think about, because we, we came up with the fact that we're just going to try to crank out baseball in like July and August. Like, right. It, it does not serve us well to try to see baseball games in September, or October, or mm-hmm. ma- March or May when we could be at, at a basketball game or catch a couple basketball games. Exactly. So, and since there's only you know 32 teams, I mean you you, you get you get a, a situation where like the the Jets or excuse me the Jets the Yankees and the the Mets are both in town at the same time. You hit both of them. And, you know, since it's New York, there's a thousand things happening. The likelihood of catching another game is, is 
pretty decent high. You know. Right. I mean, you you can, could, I mean, with the overlap, if you needed to, you could probably catch, like, if you save the New York teams for when the other seasons are overlapping, you could be catching, a, like, a Yankees game, a Mets game, and potentially a basketball game. Yeah. Same day. Same 24 hours, real easy. And with with the Islanders, when they moved to Brooklyn, it made it a lot easier because now you don't have to go out to Long Island anymore. And uh, you know, it, it's all in Brooklyn. It's all at Barclays. Dude, I mean... It's a, like, if we could find a way... Oh, get... my gosh. You know what we never brought up? What? All of the Canadian teams in the NHL. Oh, my God. I forgot <laughs> about that. <laughs> It's like it doesn't matter. You think, oh yeah, Toronto for for baseball and 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 basketball. That's easy. You could probably catch. They're probably playing on the same day at some point. Catch both of those. But no, we've got to hit Winnipeg and Calgary and oh. and Vancouver and I mean Edmonton. All of like there's a there's got to be a stretch at one point where we're we're just gonna have to march east or across, west across, yeah, across Canada to hit a, a hockey game. Boom, 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 boom. And then and dip back down. The best way to do that would be to to go to a Blazer game, a Seahawks game, a Canucks game, and head east. And head east. Now, the the thing. So you think basically where we'd have to start our plan would be, what is the what's the hardest what's the hardest stretch to get? And if I mean if for this conversation let's say it is the canadian hockey teams right i i think it i think it might be that and the northwest again like i said the northwest screws everything up so if you did if we did start so in january right basketball's happening football is probably happening yeah you're uh, i don't know you can't rely are there are there regular seasons games in january well, we said regular season or well, postseason does count, right? It was meaningful games. We haven't mentioned right. it on the podcast. Yeah, we okay. talked about. Yeah, so, and, and Seattle was definitely in the playoffs. So, so you could hit a, a Blazer game, a Seahawks game, and then hockey's happening. So you could time it: the Vancouver, Edmonton, all the. I guess I don't know what would be next. I don't know enough think, about Canadian geography. Yeah, sorry, sorry, but sorry, sorry, boot that. Um, if we you march across there and then you could drop down the east coast and figure it out from there but you basically have to plan like that whole trip and figure out what happens like after work, it work in reverse yeah work in reverse from that trip yes oh That's man crazy that. and we'd have to hopefully hopefully try to catch like i said a a, a toronto like a raptors game while we're in toronto Know that we're gonna have to to get back up there for uh what are was it the Blue Jays playing yeah, in Toronto Blue Jays at the play at the Rogers Center they, yeah and the Maple Leafs and the and the so we could hit we could definitely hit a in January you could hit the Leafs and the Raptors but you'd have to hit Toronto again probably during the two months of cramming baseball but you could also hit Toronto when you hit Buffalo. So in like September, yeah, that's not it's not bad. But isn't that late for baseball? September. So they're they're playing in fifteen. I'm pretty sure the Jays were in the playoffs. All right, count it. Count it. Kaching. So yeah, I just think this could make one of those super cool like 
I don't know. I don't want to call it a documentary because I feel like documentaries are supposed to be like more educational like than this. Like a video drama or a vi- excuse me, a video diary. Yeah, like a video diary of two dudes. Like there's I mean, I don't know how much. Let's say a uh, hundred thousand dollars and and one year go. Right. Here you go. Have fun. And we there's no there's no um, we didn't set any requirements on tickets. Just whatever we can, whatever seats we can get. Basically, yeah. Uh, oh, also something that's very, very important. Essentially, we have the the world's greatest travel agent. Uh, yes. Hypothetically, in in the in the 2015 retrospective of this, every flight is on time, and and they are perfectly aligned with we could have hit this game, it could have ended, and we could make it to that game because because, because there's no traffic. Because there's no traffic and it's a three-hour flight. Like, yeah. perfect. Uh, we, can, we can fly from Kansas City to St. Louis and be there for, yeah, for a baseball game. Like, yeah, that's, yes. like, that's going to happen. We have, we have the, the magic of travel. So, like, yes. it, it, but it's, I think it's a fun idea. I think it's cool. It's super fun. It's going to take us, it'll take a little bit to actually, like, weave this together because there's going to be a lot of, like, this like the 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 schedules themselves of just where is the overlap really happening right and how because and how often does it happen because you always hear about like i imagine in new york when there's like so many games happening just how insane the city of new york is like i know up here when there's a seahawks game and a mariners game in the same day the whole city shuts down this is like you just can't go to soto the thing is this is like in a place like new york right they can't it can't shut down which would make it even more frustrating right like you you're sitting there you're you're staring down the you know the the barrel of of like a i don't know what would that be like a a october game a october month where the yankees are still in the playoffs right right football is is midseason basketball starting and so all of a sudden you got the the yankees playing Probably, you know, one of the one of the New York football teams, which is technically down in Jersey, but you get the point. And 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 a basketball team all at the same time. Hockey is thrown in there as well. Yeah, because like, they're in Brooklyn. Like you could have a hockey game in Brooklyn and a basketball game, you know, down at, at Madison Square. And and you're just like, as a New Yorker, like uh, traffic is terrible there always. Anyway, but you just have to. Uh, you're like, hey, just talked about how you're like, hey, don't go to wherever. Oh, yeah. It was just you can't go. You couldn't go. It, it, there's got to be moments where in New York you realize you can't go to Brooklyn. You can't go to the Bronx. You can't head out to Long Island because everything's crammed up because in New York they still fill those stadiums. Right. So no in matter spite what. of the fact that traffic is already terrible and there's 26 million people like 28,000 of them are trying to go to Madison Square Garden right now. Exactly. Yeah. I'm out. It, Fuck this. I mean, Eugene shuts down for a duck game, and I can imagine make make their five duck games in the same metropolitan area at the same time. Well, the the crazy thing about a duck game is that the population of Eugene increases by fifty percent. Like, yes. I, I mean, essentially, I mean, not everybody. I mean, there are a lot of people that live in Eugene that go to the games, but it's super weird to see, like, to go around. I remember when I was working at a furniture store and just the game would be on and there's just nobody. 
nobody's around. It's just a ghost town. That was the same thing when I was, when I was working in the mall, it was like, we for while we sold cell phones, we were always supposed to wear like a Verizon shirt or whatever. No big deal. But when it was, when it was a duck game, we were allowed to wear jerseys on Saturdays instead of, instead of like Verizon gear. And if it was a home game, you just knew like, Oh, I won't, I'm not selling anything from, for these four hours. Yeah. And we would always have, you know, some sort of a, a TV or a tablet or a something like streaming the game. And if somebody ever walked into the store or up to the kiosk or whatever, you knew what they were asking was, what's the score of the game? Yep. They, they had no interest in buying anything. They just wanted to Nothing. watch football. Like if you were able, you were able to post in the group chat that you sold a phone during a duck game, people were like, lies. Lies. You're a liar and a cheater and you sold it to yourself. Like, you're right. <laughs> I had to get something out, guys. This was ha- sad. I had to. I had to. So. I had to. But you know, I think oh, I was I was going to I was going to I was beating you to the wrap up. I was were, you, say, were you trying to were you trying to jump the wrap up? Well, and I wasn't going to jump the wrap up. I was just going to hit it one last time saying our conference realignment is better than what they have. People should pay us to go to all of these stadiums and watch all these games in a single calendar year. So we can make it into a movie and make a billion, jillion, trillion, fulfillion dollars. I think it would make it would make more money than it would cost to do. Exactly. That's what I think. I think if if we could, you know, whatever crowdsourcing a Kickstarter for a hundred thousand dollars, make it happen on that kind of a budget, we would be able to stream it sell it whatever for a hundred thousand and one dollars we would and hey i'm gonna i'm gonna use some old sales technique here hey if i if i asked you to write me a check for a hundred thousand dollars and i wrote you a check for a hundred thousand and one dollar how many times would you write that check sir every time every time that's what i thought you're a smart man now sign on the dotted line press hard three copies I don't know what that accent was, but if you could work that into the next time I need you to be, you know, you become the voice actor for a character, that would be great. Like it's, I think it's it's a voice I do for like this one character. It, it's like it's kind of like Stanley from The Office, but higher. It's it's like Stanley meets Charles Barkley. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just like. Michael Scott, you're terrible. Ernie, 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 please, please tell Michael Scott to look at me. <laughs> look at me, Ernie. <laughs> Did I stutter, Ernie? <laughs> yes. Nailed it. Uh, Nailed it. But hey, you know, these people, they could have been anywhere in the world, but they're here with us. We appreciate that. Make sure you're checking us out on social media. It's lit. Get after it. So for this issue, this edition of my show with Alex and Jake. Good night, universe. It's a podcast.